Hey, hey there, and welcome to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Sydney Fankel, Head of Marketing Communications at ProShow, a company that offers a platform for AI-powered pathology. And Sydney is with us today to talk about what B2B marketers can learn from other business communication functions. So Sydney, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Really excited to be here. So before we dive in, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about ProShow, because I think the, the kind of one-line explanation I gave of the company probably doesn't really do it justice. I'm not sure, you know, I want to make sure our listeners understand who you guys are and what you do. Well, thank you for starting that way. I'm super excited about the work that we're doing, and I think it's really impactful. So happy to take a moment and speak to it. PROSA is changing the way the world practices pathology. What most people don't realize is that the standard of cancer research and diagnosis hasn't really changed all that much in the past 150 years since the introduction of the microscope. And this is the case despite the widespread digitization of healthcare. So I think we can all look to things like telemedicine that's really come to a new level over with the pandemic, or even the digitization of radiology, which is pretty similar to pathology. All the while, the pathologist population has been shrinking and the number of biopsies taken each year has been rising. So we're running into the supply and demand crisis. And that's what's really led to the impetus for digital pathology adoption. So Prosha is accelerating this transformation with our platform and AI to drive meaningful benefits like efficiency gains, broaden access to expertise, and the ability to unlock new insights that can inform diagnoses. Speaking about myself, as you mentioned, I'm our head of marketing communications. Um, so my role spans everything from PR and analyst relations, thought leadership, some internal com communications, employer branding, but really just getting our story out there to the world. Pretty interesting that you wear so many hats because I, that's not always the case, right? And in fact, I think it might be maybe a little bit rare to be both in marketing and a little bit in internal communications and PR and all that. I think in a lot of companies, there are divisions, you know, if you're in marketing, you're in marketing and that's what you do. And that's pretty different from internal communications or HR. The two don't often come together or collaborate necessarily, but you do have a hand or a foot or both hands or both feet in, in all these different areas. So I know that in your role as a marketer, you borrow ideas and techniques and so on from other communication functions like HR, sort of how and why did you start doing this, this kind of, you know, cross-function borrowing and collaboration? What I've kind of found just generally working in the comms capacity is that my role is really to take the great work that our team is doing and get it out there to the world. That's kind of what makes for the most interesting stories. So naturally, I spend a lot of time talking to my colleagues across different areas so that I have a pulse on what's going on. Um, and this is what makes me most successful in my role. And through those conversations, I started to identify a lot of opportunities to collaborate with people on different functions, whether it's HR or product organization, professional services organization, et cetera, to just add value to, to some of what they're doing. And this really goes back to the fact that I've also found, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to this, the best way to build support for marketing or communications has been to demonstrate the value that it delivers. And once again, I, I need support from other people to be successful. So what better way to illustrate the value of what I can bring to the table, whether it's for the company or for them, by helping that, them with initiatives that are important to them? 
Can you give us an example of, of what that looks like, a specific project you've collaborated on or, or, or something like that? For sure. So we recently launched an employee engagement program, and I suspect that it's not hard to understand why this is important. Like many companies, we have a somewhat distributed workforce. We have some people in our headquarters in Philadelphia, some people in Europe, some people spread out throughout the U.S., We're also a mission-driven company with a very strong set of values, and we saw an opportunity to increasingly align our team around these values to strengthen our identity and create an increasingly unified experience. And this kind of came out of ongoing conversations with our people operations group. I work with them on a lot of different internal comms functions. Um, Sometimes they'll help me with social posts, kind of when we want to talk about some of the things that are going on internally, et cetera. So we're constantly communicating. And we identified this opportunity together and then kind of throughout the process, thought about different initiatives that we could stand up. Obviously, people ops playing a very big role in speaking to what would resonate with our employees, because at the end of the day, they have a very different view kind of into the overall employee experience. But on my side of things, I could help with the packaging of this and the launch. So how did we want to position it? How did we want to communicate it? How do we want to maintain the momentum around it? The same topics and kind of issues that I grapple with on a daily basis for anything that's external facing, just kind of channeled it to different audience. Now, kind of flipping it, what are some things that you see going on in internal communication, say? That you're like, huh, that's actually a really, really good idea. We could maybe we could find ways to adapt that to engage external audiences. Sure. So I think that it's just really kind of shaped my approach on how I might come to different scenarios or different situations or different projects that I'm working on. But I think it really goes back to the idea of just always taking a step back, always looking for interesting sources of inspiration always looking to get a better pulse on your audience, things that I was doing in my role every day. But just once again, kind of going back to the drawing board, understanding that there might be different opportunities to make an impact than I might have originally thought about. This A lot of these opportunities that I've been working on internally have just kind of come up organically. And I think that there's also kind of a really cool synergy that comes about when you're working with people that you might not always work with. So just once again, kind of take a step back, consider who you might bring to the table for different initiatives, because you might find that there's some really unique perspectives that come from that. So, and I mean, that really speaks to the, the value of collaboration, right? Uh, of reaching out across functions in a company to see what you can learn from them, see how you can help them, how they can help you. For sure. I think collaboration, it's, it's really critical. I mean, in all that we do across all business functions, and I think this just really calls attention to it. And look, you know, I know there are some companies where maybe that more naturally happens or that's a more embedded part of the culture and some companies where it may not be, right? What would be your advice for marketing teams that want to do more collaboration, but they they haven't been yet, or maybe it's not as common a part of the company culture? You know, how can you initiate that sort of collaboration? Sure. So I know for us, a lot of it was just about starting small. You're probably not going to drive a culture shift overnight. And I think once again, demonstrating kind of the impact that you can make is going to likely lead others to want to potentially change the way that they're working. So I would say start small. You know, if there's somebody that you work really well with in a different function, you know, maybe see where there's an opportunity to add value there because you already have that relationship and that basis to build off of and just use all of that as a springboard. So I think it's 
it's just all about kind of finding where the the wedge is um, and building off of that. And that's kind of what proved really successful for us. And I think it's, it's not all that dissimilar from, you know, anything that you want to start up where, you know, it might not necessarily be, you know, the easiest to get going. You know, if you start small, you can build over time. But at the end of the day, any value is better than no value. So, you know, start small and go from there. Right. Look for opportunities. Don't try to take on too much all at once and pick something relatively small, relatively easy. Give it a shot and then and then see how that goes. Build on it from there. Okay. Well, Sydney, thank you so much for a really thoughtful conversation. Great insights. I enjoyed it. Thanks for your time. For sure. Thank you for having me. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.